0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for March twenty fifth, two thousand nineteen. I'm teaching a series entitled "Press Through It," under the banner for the for the whole year entitled "Heaven on Earth." It is the will of God, not just for you to die and go to heaven someday, but for you to bring heaven to the earth every day on a daily basis. It's a Monday morning. I know that you have a lot of stuff on your calendar for this week, and so as you're preparing for all the Engagements, all the appointments, all the meetings, all the activity that you have lined up for this week. Let's start it off with the Word of God, dealing with the fact that we can press through whatever challenges we face. So, um, yesterday, I mean, well, last week, as I was teaching, I'm giving you a bunch of different scriptures to meditate on. But yesterday, when I was in church, I heard something. Uh, in the word, Apostle Cynthia Brazelton, my pastor, my spiritual covering, my my spiritual mother was was teaching. And she said something. She said a statement. She was teaching about kingdom authority and uh, she made a statement. And when she said the statement or made the statement, she just kind of paused for a moment to let it sink in. And then she moved on. She didn't really kind of, you know, pull the string on it. Uh, but once she made the statement, it impacted me and I just kept meditating on it. So this is what she said. She said, don't just live for God, live from God. Don't just live for God, live from God. And when she said that, like I said, I, I just couldn't get past that statement. So the title of today's message is Living From God. As I was in church listening listening to her you know, continue to minister, I knew right then that I was going to be talking about this today, living from God. So what does this mean to you today? I have three things to share with you as I'm basically going to share with you some of the conversation that I've been having with with the Father ever since I heard that statement. So I have three things to share with you. I want you to open up your heart now to, to receive the three things. I'm going to set the stage with the first point and then really drive it home with the next two points. You ready? Three things. Here we go. Number one, Jesus redeemed us. Back to the Holy Spirit. I don't think a lot of people acknowledge or recognize you know that Jesus came to get us out of everything Adam got us into and one of the things one of the key things was to redeem us back to the Holy Spirit. So let me set the the, the stage here with this first point. So let's go back to Genesis for a minute. When God breathed into Adam's nostrils, God deposited himself down inside of Adam. So from that, through the Holy Spirit. So from that moment on, Adam had God living on the inside of him and the Holy Spirit was Adam's connection to the Father. So Adam was able to walk with God, the Bible says, and commune with him, walk with him in the cool of the day. And he had a spirit to spirit connection to the Father. It was the Holy Spirit connecting him to the Father. Now, by the way, you're going to see here in a couple of points that that's the same Holy Spirit that we have today. And so you ought to rejoice for that. Right. But when God told Adam that if he said the day that you eat of this forbidden fruit, if you ever eat of this tree of the knowledge of good and evil on that day, you are going to die. Now, we know that that he ate. And when he ate the eyes of both of them, Adam and Eve were opened. Why? Why were their eyes opened? In Genesis 2 and 25, the Bible says that they were naked, the man and his wife, they were naked and they were not ashamed. They were walking by the Holy Spirit. They were so spirit conscious that that it uh, it didn't even register in their spirit consciousness that they were physically, humanly naked. But once he ate, the eyes of both of them were open. The Holy Spirit was removed. The day that they ate, they died. Now they didn't die physically, they died spiritually. So the Holy Spirit was removed, their eyes were opened, and they were resigned to living their lives as mere men, as mere humans, which is terrible because before that they were superhuman. They had God living on the inside of them. Now in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit, I have to fast forward for the sake of time. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit lived inside of the temple, inside of not just the temple, but inside of the most holy place. So there was an outer court, there was an inner court, and there was a holy of holies. He lived in the most holy place, in the holy of holies, above the bema seat, above the Ark of the Covenant, inside of the most the holy of holies. And there was a veil there that protected people from going in. And only one person once a year, so the high priest only once a year uh, could go in on the day of atonement to go in and visit what Adam had living on the inside of him. So the whole the high priest once a year could visit the Holy Spirit, whereas Adam had the Holy Spirit living on the inside of him 24-7. So when Jesus came, Jesus came to get us back to the intimacy that Adam had in the Garden of Eden. So when Jesus said on the cross, and actually that's coming up, Easter's coming up soon, but when Jesus said, it is finished, right? The Bible says that the veil in the temple, the veil that protected people from going into the presence of the Holy Spirit, the veil in the temple was was torn. It was ripped from top to bottom, not from bottom to top. Now this veil was about 50 feet high and it was very thick. So it wasn't something a man could do. And it wasn't torn from the bottom to the top. It was torn from the top to the bottom because God, the father himself reached down when Jesus said it is finished, reached down, grabbed the veil, ripped it from the top to the bottom and why, why did that happen? It was symbolic representative of the fact that the Holy Spirit was leaving the temple and the Holy Spirit would no longer leave, live there. Now, 50 days later on the day of Pentecost, then the Holy Spirit was poured out upon men and the New Testament church was established. And now you and I, we are the temple of God and the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. Do You got it? All right. Number two, once you're born again, you are no longer disconnected from God. The, the common symbology that we have as Christians, as the creation and God as the creator, is that God is up there and we're down here. And then most people see themselves as disconnected from God and they spend their lives in pursuit of God, right? They're chasing after him. We even sing songs like that. You're up there, we're down here. Lord, I want you. I'm chasing after you. I got it. And in one sense, that's understandable. But once you're born again, you're really not, no longer disconnected from God. God is living on the inside of you. So in one sense, God the Father is in heaven and he reigns with an eternal presence all over the universe. But in another sense, God himself is inside of you. So you are not disconnected to the Father. The Holy Spirit is your connection to God, Spirit to Spirit. And so you have a 24 by 7 connection to the Father. Now, once you're born again, you are in God and God is in you, right? I don't know if you realize that, but you got to get this down in your heart, which leads me to, to my third and final point. It leads me to what Apostle Cynthia said yesterday. Your life will change forever when you embrace the reality that you have God living on the inside of you. So once you know that, then you don't just live for God, You live from God, and there is a huge difference. When you live your life from God and not just for God, you don't live your life as a mere human. You enter every day knowing that you are a human walking around with God on the inside of him or her. Now, this reality will change everything. When you realize that God himself is living on the inside of you and you start to see things from his point of view, you will realize that there's nothing you cannot do. Why? Because God is on the inside of you. See, we all face challenges, and this series is about pressing through those challenges. But when you face a challenge cognizant of the fact that you are carrying around a God on the inside of you, and not just any God, but the only wise God, the only true God, the God who sits on the circle of the earth, our God is living on the inside of you, then all of a sudden your challenges seem small. Now, when you were looking at it from your perspective, the challenge seemed big, but when you look at it from God's perspective, the challenge is nothing because there's nothing God cannot do. So the God who has all power, the God who can do all things, when you get this down in your heart, God is living on the inside of me. You're not just living for God, you can start living from God. So God is not just your destination meaning that you're living your life in pursuit of him god is also your starting point right and so so god you are my starting point and my destination i it's, it's like what paul said in romans it is from faith to faith by faith right and so so I, from faith that's my starting point to faith that's my destination by faith that's how I'm going to do it i i, I am running to God. I'm running from God and I'm going to do it by God. And God is, God is on me and in me and with me and for me. And I am in God and God is in me and I'm chasing him, but I also have him at the same time. Glory to God. So I'm living from God. I'm not just living for God. I'm living from God. And so when, when you get this down in your heart, It changes the way that you look at yourself. It changes the way that you look at your God. It will change the way that you look at others. It will change the way that you look at circumstances. It changes everything because you're not just living for God. You are living from God. Man, that's the word for this morning. Glory to God. I believe that this word is going to help you set the tone for the whole week. Now, let's close this out by declaring something. Lift up your voice and say this over your own life. Say, Father, I am in you and you are in me. I am in your kingdom, and your kingdom is in me. You deposited yourself down inside of me when you gave me your precious Holy Spirit. I have the same Holy Spirit that Adam had. So I don't just live for you. I live from you. You are my destination. I live my life in pursuit of you. But you're also my starting point. So I enter every day knowing that the God who created all things is living inside of me. There is nothing I cannot do because there's nothing you cannot do and you live inside of me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, Go to today'sword.org, click on the subscribe button. You're going to get my notes in your email inbox on a daily basis. Sign up, get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. I want you to enter into this day looking up and not down, looking in, knowing that there's a God living on the inside of you. And it is time for you to let him out. He's not just your destination, he's also your starting point. You're not, you're not striving for the victory. You're starting from a position of victory because you are living from God, not just living for God. I love you and God loves you and do me a favor before you leave the screen. Please share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Walk in the blessing today. God bless you.